0: Greetings, Mules and Jennies fans, and welcome to Sports Page. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Moore, and it is my pleasure to share with you my vote for the best athletic program in the Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletics Association and one of the top programs in all of NCAA Division II athletics. That's right. I'm talking about your University of Central Missouri Mules and Jenny's. Each week, we'll visit with one coach and one player from the Mules and Jennies. We'll also share some UCM athletics history. We'll find out where two UCM alumni are now, and we'll take a look at the week ahead in UCM athletics. Today on SportsPage, I'm visiting with Mules head wrestling coach Cody Garcia and redshirt freshman Caden Stanley. Say it with me. It's time for SportsPage. Coach Cody Garcia joined the UCM family in the spring of 2022. After a successful stint at NAIA Wrestling Powerhouse Baker University in Baldwin City, Kansas, Coach Garcia became the 12th head coach in Mule's wrestling history. In seven years at Baker, he had led 48 national qualifiers, 19 All-Americans, and five national champions. Coach Garcia is part of the legacy here at UCM. His father, Mike Garcia, was the Mule's first national champion back in 1982, and he was inducted into the UCM Athletic Hall of Fame in 2003. So, Coach, I guess you could say welcome home.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Found out yesterday talking to Jason Ketz, uh, our assistant media relations director, that you've been in our trophy case since 2006 when you were national champion at Nebraska-Omaha the same year that our uh, Plavin Pascalev, I never could say his (laughs) name. I'm glad you had to say it, yeah. (laughs) Y'all were national champions the same year. Your picture has been in our trophy case ever since.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I've been on campus a couple times. I came in 2003 uh, when my dad got inducted, and I actually came on a recruiting visit uh, the following year. Uh, but it's one of those things, you look back, it's cool to see just because it, it was a pretty meaningful part of my career, uh, that 2016, team. You know, we won a, I won an individual national title. Uh, we won a team national title that year, and we actually were the academic national champions. The only two program or teams in, in history have ever done that, where we've had the highest team GPA and also won the uh, championship
0: well that's that is impressive i didn't realize the, about the academic part mm-hmm. of it but yeah that's that talks about that storied program we're going to talk about it a little bit later on but yeah that's that's i know that's the kind of place you want the mules wrestling program to get so i'm um, looking forward to that you've kind of had a whirlwind since you came back to Warrensburg. you got hired in april so and i'm not sure what the cycle is
1: for wrestling but did were you at the end of the wrestling recruiting cycle or the beginning of it Well, you know, any more, especially with how the transfer portals changed recruiting process, it allowed us to kind of dig into that a little more than I probably typically would. Uh, But at the same time, right, I I thought we brought in who we needed to. Uh, We brought in 24, which again is is a unique dynamic. We had 16 uh, returners, you know, and and 24 new guys. Um, So that's always trying to balance that. And I think the the returners, that core group of guys coming back. Uh, they embrace that, and I think you have to, right? You're either going to embrace it or resent it. And I think when they said, okay, this is kind of the direction we're moving, we need some depth, we need some of these guys to come in and, and uh, you know, elevate the, the level of the program and, and the room, right? And accept that challenge. I think that's that was an important thing for us to do. And uh, what, yeah, again, you know, when you bring on that many, and, and everybody was new to me, and that was the challenge of it too. It's like, even though that's a strange dynamic to bring on that many new guys in a normal season, all 40 of them were new to me. Um, so. In a in a sport that is so uh, driven by relationships and that trust, um, you know th- that's a short amount of time, right? Again, like you said, I came out, accepted the job last week of April. Basically, all of May and June, we just recruited. And then the rest of the summer, I kind of tried to get some to know some of those other guys. Um, I was on on campus a decent amount, so got a chance to to meet some of the guys that have been here already and train with them a little bit. So that helped kind of make that transition. But yeah, it, it was a whirlwind. I mean, there's no other way to describe it.
0: Well, and and not only did you have some new athletes, you got a new home. I got over there the other day to the multi, and I looked, what, what used to be the swimming pool is now the wrestling facility. Is it complete? I, well, there were some mats rolled out, some things back. I wasn't sure if it was finished or not. Yeah,
1: so we're in the process of curing the mats right now. Uh, we, for the most part, we're not showroom ready. I think we'll have some graphics coming up in the spring. Uh, just the timing of it made more sense to do it later uh, but really as far as wrestlers are concerned we kind of have what we need now right we have you know mats on our feet and, and who you're with is, is a lot more important than what you have uh, but still at the same time it's such a blessing to you know have a designated area for us to train in guys that we can come in during the day um, that's you know one thing that we feel like we have the ability to do is is individualizing the sport uh, and now we kind of have the opportunity to do that because we don't have to worry about where we're going to go or how, how to roll mats out and um, they know where we're at. You know, we're going to be in that same area. Um, most of you know, I spend probably more time in the room than in my office, which is a good thing. <laughs> is your office right there? It's right there, the too, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So you've got those great big windows. You've got the windows upstairs so that people can look out mm-hmm. over it. How does it compare to other facilities that you've wrestled in?
1: Well, at? that's really unique. You know, you look at most wrestling rooms. Uh, one, a lot of the high school ones, they have low ceilings, um, especially if they're designed, right? Like like coaches are going to ask for a low ceiling because they don't want to have to share with other sports. Uh, <laughs> natural light usually is not a thing you see in wrestling rooms. We're kind of used to being the dungeon team, right, that's in and even it was the, the room uh, before um, back in the early or late 90s and early 2000s the last room they were actually in uh, was kind of a, that dungeon field right where you don't have any windows um, and, and we wrestlers kind of we we like that a little bit right there's a grittiness to us that you know we feel like okay that's part of who we are in our culture uh, but it doesn't mean we can't appreciate when we have something special and uh, again to have a, a full um, you know that that Full feel where we got over basically three mats in there, um, natural light, high ceilings, just feels spacious, um, and it's hard not to just be joyful when you're in there, right? So that's that's a good thing to have. Is
0: going to do a lot for recruiting?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and you can talk about development, all these different things. That is important and it still has to be a staple of what we're about, but re- recruitment is still one of the most important things, right? It's recruitment, then retention, then, and development in that process. But recruitment anymore, you look at some of the high school, some of the things these kids have, um, you got to have some appeal. You got to have some pop. I mean, from a social media standpoint, all those things, right? Those are the things that they value. uh, And, you know, we got to be aware of that. So now that we kind of feel like we have uh, a fair. you know, conversation when it comes to those things. That, that goes a long ways in, in that recruiting process.
0: How's the team doing early in the season? You had your first three duels over the weekend. You've done a lot of opens early on. Are, is the team kind of – because you, you said you got a lot of new guys. Yeah. Is it performing about where you would well, expect yeah, right Well, yeah, you now?
1: know, we, we structured the season with the intentions knowing that we have a young team uh, and maybe not the depth we needed in some areas, so we kind of back-loaded most of our duels. And it showed up this weekend, right? We were still a little dinged up and, you know, in uh, wrestling, right? We got, we probably have, out of those 40 guys, I think we have 15 that are in red shirt just because we did bring in on so many young guys and just some different things going on. Uh, so we just don't have the depth right now. Uh, but at the same time, like when these guys get through their red shirt and they're kind of in – and just with COVID too, it just makes it unique because you had an extra year and you're trying to balance all those things, things that you wouldn't thought you'd ever have to work on as a coach. Uh, but just structuring out their career, kind of where they're going to be academically, where they're going to be eligibility-wise, uh, and where where they fit maybe in the lineup. So as you as you put all those things together and work on that, it's it's been a little bit of a challenge. Um, but th- it, this year is kind of you know I thought they performed well. I think that's what you can really look at say, how how have we competed. Um, have we have we done a good job of, of showing our passion and our purpose when we're on the mat. And I think they have. And, and the results will come, right? I think the, the results are a byproduct of doing the right things. And these guys are doing the right thing. And, and I think, you know, everybody all kind of ask me, like, is it a three-year, five-year? What's the plan? And it's like the plan is to get better right now. You know, and I think if we focus on just getting better right now, those things are going to come. Um, and, and I do think there's a lot of potential here. There was always a program I looked at, like, if we get some um, resources in front of them, kind of remove some of the limitations, there's no reason this can't be, you know, a national uh, perennial powerhouse. Who has stood out to you so far? Uh, it's hard to probably pick one. You know, we've had some really good uh, performances throughout the year, and and we've started to see more consistency with that too. You know, I think that's something that's important. I mean, it's going from um, bottom to top here, even at 25 and 33, uh, Tommy Frez has done a good job, kind of being that. Uh, you know spark plug in the beginning for us for duels uh, and even in red shirt um jacob tamprecha he's another one you know he's he's red shirting right now and in a normal year maybe we would have thrown him in um, to cover that open spot at 125 uh, but i just i know what he's capable of moving forward and i think i would like to have him have another year to train and get ready to compete at a high level. So making next year a pretty special thing. I'm um, going, continuing on. I, mean, I think obviously Derek and John, too returning All-Americans, they've done what they do, uh, which is important. you got to have those staples, those guys that have some consistency so other guys can look up to them and see that, hey, if I just keep doing these these things, I keep doing what they're doing, right, I'm, I'm going to find success. Um, J.D. Culp, you know, he came on for an interview earlier in the year. He's done a really good job too. He's, you know, it just, man, he's trained consistently, done a great job of, uh, figuring out what his strengths are and just competing, battling positions. Uh, he's had a couple high-level uh, wins. He's you know has a win over the number two ranked guy in the country, uh, a couple other guys. So he's right there. Um, and you know, just like I said, through the lineup, we've had some great performance. Austin's done a great job. Um, you know, being a, a senior. Uh, same with Hazen. You know, you got two guys that out of the forty. That's what you know. I didn't even talk about this. We got forty. You know, guys on the team, only two seniors. Yeah. Um. So you know that kind of makes recruiting unique too, because he's like, what's the balance? What's a healthy number for us? What's manageable? You know, because you want to you want to make sure you give them the attention they deserve, and um, going back to development, right? And, and exceptional experience, you got to make sure you do that too. So. Um, When we only lose a couple, we got to figure out kind of where we want to be and what number we want to be at. Fortunately, we have the space now to grow a little bit if we need to, um, and it still makes sense.
0: Yeah. uh, If you haven't got a chance to go out and watch the Mules Wrestling Team, even to watch them in practice, go Mm -hmm. out there and and check it out. Now, are you in in the facility at all? You are. Okay, Mm -hmm. so – it's a gorgeous facility. I, I was out over there watching and just kind of looking in there, thinking, "Man, this is." Because I was the sports information director, or I was the I was sports information director for a while. But when I was a student, I was the the contact for wrestling, uh, and okay. I remember the dungeon. Uh, and I walked down there. I was like, "Yeah, this is built for wrestlers." Uh-huh. That, that, like you said, the gritty. Uh, but but still, <laughs> the, this facility is beautiful. It so is. get over and check that out. When you got into wrestling, coach, did you ever? When you began coaching in wrestling, did you ever think about coming back to UCM where where dad was a national champion? Was that ever on the radar?
1: You know, it, was, it, it like I told you, I always looked at this as a program that could be on the rise and, and do something special. I think, you know, you, you kind of take what what life gives you and, and the direction it calls you to. Uh, I feel like I, you know, the moves I made made sense. And, and after they dropped the program at UNO, I had some decisions to make. You know, do I uh, follow Coach Denny to Maryville? Do I come back closer to home? And that's what my wife wanted me to do. So I came back to Kansas for about a decade. And uh, just the timing of it kind of worked out. And, and it, Well, I say that, you know, the timing's never exactly what you want. Um, there's always like, man, I wish this could have been different. Because um, obviously the toughest part was I had to leave, you know, 50 people um, that I recruited and, and developed a relationship with. So that, that made that tough. Um, but it, it was a no brainer. Right. Once I kind of looked at it objectively and said, OK, you know, what what is my purpose? Well, how am I here to serve this group? And, um, you know, how do I be the best steward of the gifts that, you know, Coach Danny, and my dad God's given me? Right. I think, you know, this uh, situation here is, is a lot more aligned with with the vision that I have for how to have an impact as a coach.
0: I was incredulous when I found out that Nebraska Omaha was dropping its wrestling program. I mean, all the national championships it had, and then, well, we want to align with this other league, so we're going to drop the program. And I'm thinking to myself, surely there's got to be something else you could do besides that. What were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean again it's pretty surreal to this day and it made me pretty jaded. Um I wasn't sure if I wanted to coach college at that point, you know. I coached and he'd been there for 32 years and and had a second year AD and you know, pulled the, the rug out on him. Um and and you know when you look at some of those things you go okay like well, what uh you know what's the direction I want to go? What's my impact look like? Um how do I serve a group? And and that, you know it circled back eventually and I talked to my dad about it a lot where I said You know, and he said one thing that he really hit was, like, if you can focus on one sport and kind of really serve that one calling – um, I think that gives you the best chance to be really successful at it and then probably maximize your potential with it. Uh, so that's, you know, what I ended up doing, deciding to do. And again, as I got in at first, I was an assistant coach. I love being an assistant coach because I was, I was kind of, um, I wasn't all in as much, which isn't necessarily who I am. So that's what it came back to. I said, okay, if, if this is my personality, this is kind of how I've done anything else in my life. I kind of need to be all in. Uh, so I ended up taking a head coaching uh, job after a couple of years at Bethany, um, And, uh, you know, really enjoyed uh, being a head coach. But at the end of the day, you go, okay, well, what what am I here to do? Um, And how do I make sure that I give guys the best chance to be successful on and off the mat and and once they leave here? And I I feel like there's a lot more things that align and a lot of similarities uh, between here and and UNO. And that's something I can relate to.
0: Well, speaking of that success, it was a storied wrestling program. Uh, for those of you who don't know coach garcia was a two-time national champion and four-time all-american at the university of nebraska omaha he helped the team win four national titles as an athlete and he came back as a student assistant to help the team to a national title in 2011 before the team was disbanded and coach garcia is a member of the national wrestling coaches association Jim Cock division 2 hall of fame and the university of nebraska omaha hall of fame so You know what it takes to win. You come from a really strong program at Baker that you really built up. Hmm. What is it going to take to have that kind of success here at UCM?
1: I think just consistency um, and belief. You know, it, it, hope goes a long way. Hope's been a word we've used a lot this year, and, and I think that's what this room and that's what some of these changes have, have created for this program. And you look at the alum, they've done a great job of supporting this thing, and, and they see the hope, you know, the excitement, I think. And it's a demanding sport, so it, you got to have some hope to, to take on the, the challenges and demands that it's going to ask out of you. Uh, so I think that you know just can, being consistent with it continue to improve continue to bring on the right guys and do things the right way I um, and, and be all in right I don't think we can compartmentalize and be you know all in with wrestling and not take care of things in the classroom um, just everything we're doing right I think if they do a good job of representing our brand and, and figuring out what that brand looks like uh, and, and represent it each day uh, I think that allows us to to close the gap on where we need to be
0: all right well you and your wife Kim have three children and I've uh, Correct me if I say their names wrong. Uh, Milena? Milena. Milena. Yeah. Aaliyah? Eliza. Oh, uh, Eliza. And Adrian? Adrian, yeah. Adrian. That's got usually that one. the one. That was gets, the one that I was that worried stuff. about.
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets Adrian a lot. So,
0: Are you a wrestling family? Do the kids – I didn't see how old your kids were. Are they wrestlers? Yeah, or? so it's
1: funny. I mean, the same thing, right? As, as I said earlier, you – Either resent it or embrace it. And they've done an awesome job. You know, Adrian actually went on a trip to, to UNK last week and um, he's wrestling right now. Melina wrestled a little bit. Liza actually wrestled for a year or two, a couple of years back. Um, you know, so they, they kind of understand wrestling and know the demands and kind of the chaos that it can be. Um, especially the recruiting. I think that's probably the toughest thing on them just because. You know, a lot of times it's like, okay, you know, dad's done for the night, right? I got I to gotta go make some calls or I got to go back up to the office. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they see, I think hopefully what they see is that um, it's important to know your purpose, right? And have a passion for your purpose and to uh, excel at it, right? And, and I think if the more I commit to those things and also be able to balance those things, hopefully they see the value um, and kind of following your calling.
0: Well, finally, Coach, as we're going to do every week on Sports Page, I want to play a little word association with you. I'm going to say okay. a word, and I want or a phrase, and I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Wrestling.
1: Uh, this is my love, right? This is the thing that I've done since I was, you know, five years old. Um, again, shared passion with my dad, with my family, with these guys. Um, again, I think it's so many parallels to life uh, that it's something that's going to pull and reveal the best in people. W-W-E. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't – growing up, there were so many kids in my, you know, grades or around me, my buddies, that uh, loved it, right? And I always resented it a little bit because it was like, no, that's not real wrestling. So at the same time now, I've kind of changed. Um, and same, actually, same thing with basketball, right? When you're little, you kind of were, you know, it was like, well, it's basketball versus wrestling. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, I like – we we kind of warm up and play basketball all the time. We're terrible at it. <laughs> um, but it's fun. Same with W-W-E. You know, that's really since – IL, um you look at nil now uh wrestling that's one avenue they're kind of going before it was like that was it you had wrestling we we don't really have pro wrestling um so you can go that direction you can go mma um so you know if it, it gives wrestlers an opportunity to you know pursue other things and, and be successful then i think it can be a good thing pin ah that's the, the goal of the game right like i think that's something that's uh, we're we're trying to figure out how to maximize. That was one thing. Until I got to college, I really didn't excel in. Uh, once I figured out that's something I could I could do well with, uh, you know, change how I wrestled. And then I think that's uh, bonus points if you can really impose your will and put people away. That's that's going to be the direction we need to go to have some success as a program. Matt, that's uh, the oasis. You know, that's something that once we get on that mat, that's where I'm. Pro- you know, one time I was struggling my freshman year of high school, and my dad said really what what else would you be more comfortable doing you're not the only thing you're more prepared to do is sleep right other (laughs) than wrestling what else have you done that you why are you nervous you know and 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 because i care but at the same time like i got his point it's like okay and there's there's no place i've spent more time and had more joy from but and heartache right both um but i think at the same time you know to to be able to have that place that was always um, felt like home to me and putting wrestling shoes on like it was almost like putting putting a cape on you know you just felt that, that magical feeling like okay you know this is this is where i have meant to be
0: roger dinker wrestling facility
1: it's a blessing you know and and i think about you know coach dinker i think about uh, dan and gary and, and all the alumni that had an impact in creating that thing and and the resiliency of them i think that's the one thing that that's lost in all this you know how many years they've tried to to make this happen and just stubbornly persistently right like a wrestler would just being persistent um they they found a way to make this happen and you got to find a way and they've done a great job of finding a way to give this this program an opportunity to excel and and that room is going to be a big part of that
0: lastly mules wrestling
1: this is an exciting time for mules wrestling you look at the the direction of the thing, the guys that we have here um the hope that is created from all these things coming together um hopefully that that uh, mules wrestling is going to be synonymous with with success and i think uh you know, that it's going to come with time, and, and we got to do, like I said, a lot of the things right, but uh, we got the right guys to do it, and, and we're excited to take on that task. We're not not afraid to work, and I think that's where it's got to start, put in the work.
0: Well, Coach, we're so glad to have you here in the Cardinal in black. I'm, I'm getting to know you a little bit better. Everybody I've talked to says, man, he's a great guy. You mm-hmm. can't wait for you to meet him. So good luck for you. Um, hope, uh, hope for a continued success and even more success down the road. We're just glad to have you back home.
1: Hey, I appreciate it.
0: That was Mules head wrestling coach Cody Garcia joining us here on Sports Page. Time now to take a look at this week in UCM athletics history for January 23rd through January 29th. Barb Sorensen was a four-time All-MIAA post player for the Jennies from 1986 to 1990. She is third in career scoring with 1,977 points, and on January 24, 1990, Sorensen showed why. She fired up a school-record 28 field goal attempts against Northeast Missouri State University. She made 14 for 28 points. The Jennies won 98-69, and Sorensen led the Jennies in scoring that season with 16.8 points per game. And 3 years later on January 25, 1993, Kamala Sherman set the then UCM record with 8 block shots against Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Sherman's 62 block shots that season is third in Jenny's history. She is 8th on the school career blocked shots chart. Little bit of Jenny's basketball for you from the week of January 23rd through January 29th this week in UCM athletics history. Up next, we'll chat with UCM freshman wrestler Caden Stanley. That's next, right here on SportsPage.
3: We have so much to celebrate in Division 2, but we're especially proud of our commitment to make a wish. Division 2 student athletes have led a 10-year initiative to raise funds and help grant wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions. Nearly $3 million
2: have been raised, and hundreds of children's wishes have been granted. We play hard, we work hard, and we support others in need. Why? It's simple. Because we care.
0: I'm joined now by Caden Stanley. Caden, welcome. Thank you, appreciate you having me. Caden is a redshirt freshman, 141 pounder from Claremore, Oklahoma. He competed at Lindenwood University last year before transferring to UCM. Caden was a three-time All-State wrestler in wrestling-rich Oklahoma and was the 2021 Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association state champion.
3: So Caden, how's been your experience coming to Warrensburg? Oh man, Warrensburg has been great so far. Um, I've really enjoyed it. you know, just the whole culture here and the wrestling program that they brought me into has been great, and I've loved it. Good. Well, you you won at 141 pounds at the Jim Bongo Bailey Open back on January 7th. You
0: were fifth at UCM's Roger Dinker Open. How has college competition compared to what you faced at Claremore?
3: Man, it is a huge difference. I've got to be honest. Um, Took me a little bit to kind of adjust to college wrestling. Um, This is I would say technically my first year of true college competition and man it's it's taken a little bit to adjust but I think I'm finally hitting my stride and getting where I need to be so is it the pace with with classes and the the different schedule is it the I mean the, you come to you come to college to compete you were the best in high school so Correct. Um so the schedule is an aspect of it but just The competition level at college is a completely different animal. And also some rule changes in college. Really, you don't expect to affect you that much, like the riding time. and uh, Well, this isn't a rule change, but the the matches are longer. Just people try to ride you a lot tougher. It's it's completely different. So a lot of adjustments, and uh, I think I'm finally getting there. What did you wrestle in high school? What weight class? Um, My senior year, I wrestled 138. Because there's, there's a little bit of a difference between college and high school, but not a huge one, right? Right. Uh, weight class-wise, 38. I'm wrestling 41 now. So a lot of the guys can be a little bigger, and that that's what I'm kind of figuring out so far. As uh, Sometimes I'm a little small for that weight, um, and I've just got to accept that and do what I can to overcome it a lot of the time.
0: And that's one thing a lot of people don't think about is when you look at a sport like a football or a basketball— you get to college and the guys you're competing against oftentimes are a lot bigger well in the wrestling you're wrestling at your weight class so it's not like you're wrestling anybody a lot bigger but you can wrestle the class down or your class and so if
3: you're at the light end of your class and you're wrestling somebody at the big end of your class right it's still somebody bigger exactly and it's a maturity thing too you know a lot of these guys are especially as a younger guy coming in you've got to you can't rely as much as you did on high school as you're just going to overpower people or you're going to be more athletic because everybody's just as strong as you or even stronger. So it's uh, definitely different. Mules faced a lot of stiff competition this past weekend at the nebraska Kearney Midwest Duels. What did you take from that experience? What did you learn there? Man, just tough competition, tough competition. I went 0-3, um, which, you know, sometimes you're going to have – competitions where you're not feeling the best and you just got to work through it and go battle and that's what I did and you know coming out of it there's a lot to learn got a lot of film to look over and that's the competition I'm gonna have to be at the level of so um, just looking back and you know really towards the end of the season hitting the right training stride and that's what you can kind of take away from situations like that and that's what we're doing so we always talk in athletics that um, sports is
0: – it kind of supplements the educational experience and it. it builds your character and things like that. I did a little research just specifically on wrestling, and let me give you a few names of people throughout history who have wrestled. Now, I understand okay. they maybe didn't wrestle college, but they wrestled their version of it. So Presidents George Washington, Abe Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, Dwight D. Eisenhower – entertainers Ashton Kutcher, Tom Cruise, Robin Williams, and Chris Pratt. Military leaders George Patton and Stormin' Norvin Schwarzkopf. What is it about wrestling
3: that molds such leaders? Man, just the discipline it requires, that it, it demands so much from you as a person and it can be a very mentally tough sport and that's I think what really builds character in the sport. I I think it's the best sport for building character actually. It's just just the the sheer demands of the sport you have to to be successful, you have to be you have to adapt pretty much. And that's I think wrestling builds people that can adapt to any situation, and that's what I'm realizing even later in life is like the person I've become man much of it's because of the sport of wrestling and so i'm i'm very grateful for the sport and you know my my kids will probably wrestle one day not probably they will <laughs> <laughs> more physically demanding or mentally demanding man that that's a tough one but i i honestly will have to say it's more mentally demanding because just the ups and downs you go through throughout a season you know with injuries with with everything anxiety Everything people don't think about that a lot, and man, it it is a very physically demanding sport. Don't get me wrong, but mentally is where it really, really builds character. Well, who on this team has helped you make that transition to
0: Warrensburg and uh, to college wrestling? Again, you've got to have somebody if you're if it's going to be that mentally demanding. You're going to have to find out what you have to do on the physical level somebody's going to be that guy that comes along with with the younger wrestlers and says, "Here, let me let me
3: show you how it's done. Who on this team has been that for you?" Um, I would say, you know, I I can't really point out one guy, but you know, our our older veteran teammates have really just made made me feel comfortable here. And that's that's the biggest thing is not necessarily having one single mentor, but just the culture that we've kind of built just in one year not even a year yet is just man you're you're proud to be part of this team and you're happy to be here and you know you don't really have to worry about a whole lot outside of just you know coming in working hard every day and that's kind of how it's been It it's been a seamless transition honestly so so obviously being a college wrestler
0: is a time suck I mean you've got yeah. all of your classes which is important right, obviously right. <laughs> you've got the training You've got your practices. You've got the matches.
3: What do you do? You talked about the mental aspect of it as well as the physical. What do you do to get a recharge? Man, you take your days when you can get them. So, you know, days after competition, I, I make sure a lot of the time, you know, I'm just getting some rest or I'm, I am I make sure I have one day out of my week where I just do what I want, no, nothing else. And that, that really helps to kinda, you know, reset you at the end of the week and be refreshed going into the new week. And uh you know, that's worked really well for me. Um I I've had no problems as far as grades or or getting behind with wrestling or anything like that. So just, you know, having having a day or two where you can do your own thing and not worry about anything, kinda of reset, not think about wrestling, not think about school and uh yeah. You say
0: do your own thing. Are you a are you a gamer? Are you so, a reader
3: uh, or a musician? What do you do? So I, I do play I, I'm a gamer. I, I will say that, but that's what that's what I'll do more of kind of during the season is I'll like on those off days, I'll, you know, play some video games or sit around, watch watch Netflix, whatever. But, uh, like, more in the summertime, I, I'm a very outdoorsy person. I don't love the cold, so uh, <laughs> you you won't From find Oklahoma, me. From Oklahoma, really? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, you won't find me out doing any crazy stuff in the wintertime. But, yeah, in the summertime, you can definitely find me outside doing something.
0: When you're a biology major. Is that something you want to use, being the outdoorsy guy? Is that what you're doing in biology, or what's your plan?
3: Well, I would say I'm a very active person, especially – being a wrestler um outside of that um i a very outdoorsy person like i said i i think with my biology degree that i'm pursuing it i'm i'm thinking about physical therapy and that that um kind of matches up with a good active lifestyle and i wouldn't necessarily say the biology degree is so i can be outdoors all the time because physical therapists aren't outdoors all the time but it kind of fits my lifestyle, the way I like to live, and um, just being able to understand a lot of the processes that go on within nature and within the body and everything.
0: I thought about being a physical therapist at one time, and then I got to look in and thought, that's a lot of science. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a
3: lot of science. It takes a. Uh, Takes a love for it, for sure. All
0: right, Cade. Well, now we're going to see how quick you are, not just on your feet, on your mind. <laughs> this is where I fire off some questions, and we want you to share your answers as quickly as possible, okay? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Favorite food?
3: Pizza. Favorite movie? Uh, Interstellar. Interstellar. Great movie. Great movie. That with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. I got the wrong movie. No, no, no. That, uh, it has, what's his name? It's the space movie. Okay. With uh. I forget his name. I, it's my favorite movie. I can't even name it. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. It's an awesome movie, man. You need to watch it. <laughs> right. Favorite athlete. I I can't honestly say I do have a favorite athlete. Um that's what, one thing about me like I watch sports and like I said, very active person, but I don't have any one favorite. I I just enjoy watching and uh yeah. Do you have a favorite sport besides wrestling? Favorite f- sport besides wrestling to watch, I would say, is football. All right. Hype song. Pfft, man. Hype song. I don't know if I can answer this one quick. There's so many. <laughs> um, let's see. I had Brooke Literal from Jenny's Basketball last know. week, and she couldn't think
0: of the first song on her playlist, and she had just listened to
3: it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, does it depend on the mood? It does depend on the mood. It it. De- it really does. I, it depends on what you're getting hyped for. All right. For a wrestling match, I, I don't listen to a whole lot of music. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> okay. Dream job? Dream job? Uh, physical therapist. Dream vacation? I, I want to go outside the country at some point. I've never been outside the country, so maybe somewhere in Europe. I don't know. Finally. What does it mean to you to be a UCM mule? It means the world, man. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. Um, like I said earlier, love the culture I've been brought into, and uh, just very excited to continue my career here. All right, Caden. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Good
0: luck the rest of the season. Good luck the rest of your career. We're looking forward to seeing you over the next four years, how you grow, how you develop, and see all the success you're going to have. I appreciate it. And that was Caden Stanley from UCM Wrestling, and from the present to the past, every week we'll feature a couple UCM Athletics alumni and find out, where are they now? Lindsay Leto was a 16-time All-American and a four-time National Champ in the Pentathlon and Heptathlon, but her career didn't end there. Leto trained here at UCM after college before moving to Santa Barbara, California to train. She twice placed in the top 10 in the U.S. Olympic trials. Leto was inducted into the UCM Athletic Hall of Fame in 2017 and the NCAA Division II Track and Field Hall of Fame in 2022. Today, she is putting her degree in psychology to work. Leto is now a behavior analyst for Star of California. STAR is working to combat mental illness by providing behavioral and psychological services to children, adolescents, adults, and families in home, community, school, and clinic settings. Drew Frizzell is a two-time national champion in the weight and hammer throws and a 17-time All-American, an NCAA record for throwers. He was inducted into the UCM and MIAA Halls of Fame in 2017 and 2018. Frizell graduated with a degree in public relations and he now resides in Indianapolis, Indiana, where he is the regional director for for Quartal Kappa Epsilon. He is a graduate of Teak Leadership Academy and is responsible for building relationships and creating strategies to help chapters across the region develop and grow. He also spends a lot of time with his two children and serving as a track and field clinician at various high schools and universities. To UCM track and field alumni, representing their university, making us proud and doing what they can to make the world a better place. That's where they are now. If you know of a former mule or Jenny who is doing something exciting or monumental or even quote unquote ordinary, but extraordinarily, email me at jhmore at ucmo.edu and let me know. When we come back, we'll see what the current mules and Jennies are up to this week. This is Sports Page.
2: champions know how to seize opportunities when they see moments of greatness unfold right before their eyes they push as hard as they possibly can and then they push harder because the heart of a champion never settles never quits and never stops giving its all we are champions we are division two we go big we give it everything we've got and we win on the field, on our campuses, in our communities, for our causes, in our careers. We rise to become champions in everything we do. We are Division II, and there are no limits here. We make our time count. We set our own path. We become champions on our terms. It's time to up your game because we're here to play and learn. But most importantly, we're here to discover ourselves. Our vision, our heart, our drive to achieve every goal we aim for, because we want to be champions at the highest level, life. At Division 2, the opportunities are here. Are you ready?
0: Light week for UCM basketball teams this week, only one game in Jefferson City, Missouri. The Jennies face Lincoln at 1 p.m. Saturday at Jason Gymnasium, with the Mules and Blue Tigers to follow at 3 p.m. Lincoln's women are 5-13, 3-9 in the MIAA, while the Jennies are sitting on top of the league at 16-1, 12-1 in conference action. The Lincoln Blue Tiger men are 11-5, 7-5 in the MIAA. The Mules are 9-10, 5-8 in conference. Mules Wrestling will host the University of Central Oklahoma Sunday, January 29th at 2 p.m. at the Multipurpose Building. UCO comes in at 6-0, 1-0 in the MIAA. UCM Indoor Track and Field is home again Friday and Saturday as the Mules and Jennies host the UCM Indoor Mule Relays. Combined events, the women's pentathlon and men's heptathlon, begin at 4 p.m. Friday. Saturday, the combined events will finish from 10 a.m. to noon, and then open field events will begin at 1 p.m. with track events to begin at 5 p.m. And Jenny's Bowling is back on the road this weekend. They'll be in St. Louis for the Maryville University Saints Classic Friday through Sunday. Matches begin at 10 a.m. Friday. You can keep up with how the Mules and Jenny's are doing by logging on to UCMathletics.com or checking out their results at UCMbeat.com and clicking on the Central News tab. Thanks for joining me today on Sports Page presented by UCM The Beat, the internet radio station of the University of Central Missouri. For information on upcoming shows, follow us on UCM The Beat social media for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And check out our blog at ucmsportspage.blogspot.com. Fans, before signing off, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the loss of an icon in college athletics, UCM Vice President of Intercollegiate Athletics Jerry Hughes. Jerry served as Athletic Director for the Mules and Jennies from January 25, 1983, until his passing this past weekend. He built a dynasty in the MIAA and across all of NCAA Division II athletics. I worked under Jerry for six years as an undergraduate and graduate student in the Sports Information Office. Jerry, along with former Associate AD Sean Jones, brought me back home in 2002 to serve as Athletic Media Relations Director. Jerry lived and breathed UCM athletics. Before signing off, we're going to take a 40-second moment of silence in recognition of his 40 years as Head Mule. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, God bless and go Mules and jennies. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM with campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.